Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Get you guys out of here real quickly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to our text, 1 Peter 5.8. 1 Peter 5.8. Amen. Praise the Lord. The word says like this, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. One translation says to be sober-minded. The NIV says to be self-controlled and alert. Uh, New Living Translation says to stay alert and watch out. Somebody say, watch out. Watch out. Hallelujah. You know, when we think of sober-minded, we, we kind of just think it uh, of a person that don't drink. But it also means to think clearly, think right, and don't think dumb. Tell your neighbor, don't think dumb. <laughs> say that fast ten times. <laughs> don't think dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Praise the Lord, amen. But if we are to be rooted down in him and to be built up in him, we, say I, we must think clearly. Come on, because we have a great enemy, an adversary, a devil that wants to take you out. He does not want you to be rooted. He does not want you to go deeper. Amen. So he'll look for any opportunity, listen, to take you down. I mean, all these working right now. The enemy is moving, working, trying to deceive us, trying to distract us, trying to take us down. Church, we can't give him anything. Don't give him your anger. Hello. Come on, don't. We cannot compromise. We cannot say it's not that bad. Don't give him nada. Nothing. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, 27 says this, nor give place to the devil. Another translation says, don't give him a foothold. In other words, don't make it easy for him. Give him no ground. Amen. Listen, if you give him an inch, he'll take a yard. That's how the enemy works. And tonight I want to minister a message entitled, Breaking Through Your Barriers. Breaking Through Your Barriers. Come on. Anyone here looking for a breakthrough in 22? Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Well, if you want a breakthrough, you're going to have to face some barriers. Amen. How many know that we all deal with barriers? Come on, it doesn't matter how old you are, how long you've been saved, we all deal with barriers in our life. The definition of a barrier is this. A barrier is defined as a fence, a rail, or something that blocks, something that stops you from advancing. It prevents you from going forward. It's a hindrance. Come on, you ever been hindered? Hallelujah. Don't look at him right now. But <laughs> So a barrier, listen, could therefore be an object or a circumstance aimed at bearing you from making any forward progress in life. Understand that people, the environment, 
this virus, even Satan himself can set themselves as barriers in your life that will stop you in your tracks. Can you think of any barriers right now that you're facing? Come on. Don't, don't, don't shout them out, but can you think of something that's preventing you from going forward, from advancing in the kingdom of God? Well, in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says the devil is your adversary. He is your, the opposer. He is the one that has set himself up as a barrier in your life. He doesn't want you to advance. He doesn't want you to move forward. He wants you to stay stuck in your rut. Come on. He doesn't want you to get rooted. Somebody say rooted. Root what barriers, listen, are hindering you tonight from reaching your full potential? Whether it's a barrier in your own mind, a barrier put up by those around you, circumstances in your home, even a demonic opposition. Listen, God's word contains the grace. Somebody say the grace and the power. Somebody say the power that you need to overcome any barrier. God's word has the grace and has the power to overcome any barrier in your life. So let's see how we can break through our barriers. You know, if you look at the Word of God, the Bible's full of people who, fought, who face such barriers. You know, thank you, Jesus, that we're able to break through them. Amen. The Bible is full of people who have gone through barriers for us to show us and to help us overcome ours. Can somebody say amen? Come on, when God called Jeremiah, Jeremiah faced a barrier. God told him in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 7, the Lord replied, Don't say I'm too young. You must go wherever I send you and say wherever I, whatever I tell you. And do not be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and I will protect you. I, the Lord, has spoken. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 4.12, Don't let anyone think of you less because you're, you're young. God told these two young men, Though you're young, don't let that stop you. Don't let that become a barrier in your life. I'm with you, and no one can come against you. Elizabeth, who was barren, conceived a son in her old age. Sarah received strength to conceive and had a child uh, past the age, 99 years old. These women overcame their barriers that through God, all things, somebody say all things, all things are possible. What about Moses? He faced a barrier in his life and God still used him. Look what it says in Exodus chapter 4, 10 through 12. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled. And then the Lord said to Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether the person speaks or does not speak? Hear or does not hear? See or do not see? Amen. Isn't it I, the Lord? Now go. Somebody say, now go. And I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. Come on. The Lord just say, go. Come on. Sometimes we need to just go. Come on. Tell yourself, go. 
Come on, sometimes when God's saying something, we kind of just put a, ourselves as a barrier that we can't do it. I'm not good with words. Amen. I'm too young. Whatever it is, we come up with these things. That, but God says, I put it inside of you. Now go. You have the paralegic in, in Mark chapter 2. You have the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5. Even people with disabilities overcame their barriers to go on and fulfill their purposes in God. You can't say you can't because you can. Come on, you can't say you can't because you can. Because all things are possible with God. Can somebody say Amen. I mean, you look at blind Barnabas, and I love this story, amen. I love speaking of this guy, amen. The Bible says that when he heard Jesus passing by, he cried out, amen, Jesus, a son of David, have mercy on me. But the people that were around Barnabas at that time became a barrier, amen, uh, warning him to be quiet, to shut it, amen. Uh, come on, isn't it true when you finally start to speak up, uh, start to shout out, amen, people will try to shut you down and put you down. But it didn't stop him. He thought to himself, not this day, no way, not today, devil. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to shout out. And the Bible says that he got louder. His shout made Jesus stop. Jesus stood there and commanded the blind man to come forward. He overcame his barrier. You see, if you will not allow the opinions and the comments of others to stop you, God can really give you a breakthrough. Come on. Tell your neighbor, just listen to God. Come on. Don't allow the opposition. Don't allow people's opinions. Don't allow the comments of people to become a barrier in your life that you can when God says you can. Listen, people's opinions should not be strong enough to stop you from going forward with God. How about the man at the pool at, at Bethsaida? In John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9, Jesus asked this man, don't you want to get well? Come on. After 38 years, this man's problem became a way of life, thinking this is how it is, this is how I am, and he settled for his condition. No one ever helped him. He had no hope of ever, listen church, of being healed. The man's situation looked hopeless. And Jesus asked him, don't you want to get well? Come on. Jesus asked you, don't you want to get well? Who wants to get well in this place? Come on. Don't you want to get well? Don't you want to overcome? Don't you want to just have victory over that? You know, why are you going through the struggles? Why are you going? Don't you want to get well? And I believe that Jesus was challenging the man's mindset, challenging his belief system, his thought pattern, amen. Come on. But the man answers, I have no one to help me. In other words, he came up and says, with an excuse. Don't we all have an excuse at times? Come on, I can't, Pastor. I can't do that, Lord. We come up with excuses when God says to go do it. So simp uh, Jesus simply tells the man, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Jesus was challenging an unhealthy dependence on man. His challenge was, don't settle for your condition. 
Come on, don't settle where you're at, church. Come on, don't settle in that struggle. Don't settle in that situation. Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk, amen. This is what he tells the man here, amen. Just think of so many people that are stuck in their situations today because they're waiting for someone or something to get them out of it. So instead of getting healed, church, instead of doing something about it, we say we have no one to help us. No one's there for me, pastor. In other words, we come up with excuses. I can't do this. I can't overcome this. For some here tonight, Jesus is telling you, stand up, rise up, get up from your mindset. Stop using excuses. Listen to the threefold instruction that he tells this man. Stand up. Somebody say, stand up. Pick up your mat and walk. See, the man needed to rise up in his thinking. He needed to rise up on the inside, rise up above the situation. He needed to rise up above everything around him so that he can begin to see new possibilities. You see, church, when you stand up, I said, when you stand up, Nobody's standing. I said, when you stand up, come on. Come on, the view is better. You can see things better than when you're sitting down. Come on, somebody. We just stay sitting when God says, stand up. Look at the possibility. Look over your situation. Look over your problems. Look over these things. You can do these things. Stand up. You guys can sit down now. The view, listen, church, is better on top. The view is better when you stand up. Come on. I don't see anyone. And I'm, 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 I'm telling you, on this Super Bowl, no one's going to be standing. Why? They want a better view. Right? Come on. You've been to football games where the exciting people are standing up because they've got a better view. You need to stand up above your situation to get a better view. God has something for us, amen. You just got to see it. So the first step of Jesus' instruction to the man was to stand up. You see, church, there has to be a physical rising as well as a mental and spiritual rising. These three are very necessary for us to experience a breakthrough in any situation. We have to physically rise up. We have to mentally rise up. We have to spiritually rise up if you want your breakthrough. So what's your barrier? A barrier is a person. Listen who has accepted a reason or reasons for failure or a lack of any progress. A person that has accepted their condition or conditions of where they are at. You see, the greatest barrier, church, is the one inside of you. Because no matter how many barriers are out there, they, can re they can't really stop you unless they first get inside of you. Saying over the years, listen, through people, through environments, through circumstances, experience, and the list can go on and on, have created barriers in our minds. We need to break through them, church. If we are to be and to do all that God has for us, if we are to be rooted 
in 22. We have to break through these barriers. The Bible's full of people who faced, who broke through all kinds of barriers. Amen. Listen, church, a failure is not someone who's failed in trying, but someone who didn't even try to do anything at all. Failure is someone who gives up, someone who quits in trying. Listen, quitters never win, and winners never quit. Let's just keep on going, guys. Will we fall? Will we fail at times? Yes, but we keep trying. And eventually we win, church. If we just hang in there and not quit, not only will we learn of many things not to do, but also eventually succeed in the things that we ought to do. Tough times never last. Tough people do. We got any tough people in this place? Somebody say, root it! Root it! Root it! Come on, when you're going through a hard time, just start saying that and you'll start laughing. <laughs> but it'll root you down. Right? You got to do the little root it. Get inside, get down, get deeper. Root it. Show me anyone, listen, show me anyone who has succeeded in life, and I will show you a person that has learned and learned how to break through a, bra a, a barrier inside his life. I'll show you a person who learned to win in life. Joseph broke through some barriers in his time and became the prime minister of Egypt. Rahab, who was a harlot, a prostitute, amen, one who hid the spies in the book of Joshua, amen, broke through the barriers to get into the lineage of Christ. She was part of the bloodline of Jesus that Jesus came out of, not to mention Ruth, Bathsheba, Tamar, and others. One thing was common to all of them. They did not, they did what it took, amen, to break through their barriers. They did not allow the barriers to stop them. What about Jesus? He was a man that broke through every kind of barrier of religion, every barrier of tradition, race, class, people's opinions. Jesus, uh, uh, John chapter 4, 34 says, My food, Jesus said, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. The food that Jesus was talking about here, church, was spiritual food. Spiritual food not only comes from going to church, reading the Bible, praying, but it involves coming, it also comes in doing God's will and helping to bring the work of salvation to completion. On the cross, Jesus declared, it is finished. He finished, church, what he was supposed to do. We are nourished, listen, not only by what we take in, but also by what we give out, church, and what we do for God. Jesus ate with sinners and tax collectors. Jesus healed on a Sabbath. Uh-oh, man, that was scandalous, amen. Come on, here he is healing on the Sabbath, refused to condemn a, a woman caught in adultery. When Jesus spoke to the woman at the well, he broke all kinds of barriers. The woman tells Jesus, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? 
And the Bible goes on to say that Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. Look at the barriers that Jesus broke. First, this woman, it was a woman. On top of that, a Samaritan woman, which was a hated race. And she was known to be living in sin, having five husbands and shacking up with another one. She was in a public place. You see, no respectable Jewish man would talk to such a woman in these conditions. But Jesus did. I said, Jesus did. Come on, he broke through those barriers, amen. Jesus crossed all kinds of barriers to share the good news. And you and I have to do the same. We've got to break through the barriers of race. We've got to break through the barriers of what, all, what people are saying out there and continue to share the good news, especially in the time that we're living today where the enemy of the government's trying to shut us up. We must rise up. We must be a voice. We must just forget the barriers and say, you know what, I'm going forward in the things of God. Amen. We're not going to let things shut down. We're going forward in God. Can I tell you something, church? The devil's not going to stop. He's going to throw blows. He's going to hit you just like he looks like he hit me. Hallelujah. But we go forward. Come on, this is this is it. It's heaven or bust. Amen. Come on, I'm not giving up because he goes boo or ah or whatever he does. Amen. No, devil. Come on, huff and puff all you want. We are not going to be moved. We are going to get rooted. Amen. We're going to be like a tree planted by the water. We shall not move. We need to present the gospel to this dying world. Amen. Because people are going to hell, church. Let's break through the barriers of I can't say it or I don't speak good enough. Amen. Come on. Anyone can handle flyer. Anyone can say Jesus loves you. Let's break through the barriers of our confidence. Let's break through the barriers. Come on, that we're too shy. Let's just break through and say, if God says, go do it, then do it. Tells Moses, didn't I give you? Don't I have the, the power to? Tell you what to say or who speaks, who doesn't speak, who listens, who doesn't listen. See, God, when he comes to you, he wants to use you. The Bible goes on to say about this Samaritan woman. She goes back to her, her city and says, come. Come and see a man who told me everything I did. Could this be the Christ? Church, we've got to break through some barriers in 22. What's holding you back tonight? What's a barrier that's opposing you from stopping you from advancing? Come on, is it failures of the past? Lies of the devil? What is, what's stopping you from reaching your full potential in God? Church, we... You just got to go for it. You got to go for it. I'm done. I'm just going for it. This is what we're here for. We're here to fight to the end. Amen. Those that endure to the end shall be what? Saved. Come on, let's just fight to the end. Whatever that end may be. And know that we're doing it for the glory of God. And our reward awaits us. We fight, church. There's breakthrough, there's potential in this room that we can rock the world, church. 
You don't know what's inside of you. When God's telling you to go, don't come up with an excuse. Just do it. Because if he says you can do it, you'll do it. He goes before you. He'll give you the words to say. What do I say? The Holy Spirit. He comes and he gives you the words. Come on, you ever just been used by the Holy Spirit and these words just flow out of you? And like, where in the heck did that come from? It's the Holy Spirit. All he needs is, is, is uh, just being available. All he needs is just a person say, here am I, send me. Here am I, use me. And God will use you. Just open your mouth and all of a sudden just words just start to come out. And then the words that's already inside you starts to stir inside of you. And those verses that you read before just start popping up and you start to get new revelation. Are you reading the book of John, guys? Come on, are you praying, asking the Holy Spirit to take you deeper? Is he giving you some good revelation now? I'm telling you, come on, I read the, the, the first, you know, the story, and then it goes into the miracle, the first miracle, and you start to see who Jesus is. You know, that's what we do. We read and get deeper in, to prepare us for those times and moments, amen, when God wants to use you. Come on, they're not, they're not just to read, just to read. No, he's empowering you. He, he's filling you for yourself and for others. So when God's ready to use you and he says, okay, son, okay, daughter, now let's go, 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 go to that person, go over there. Don't use an excuse. Just say, okay, God, let's do it. Let's win the world for Jesus. Church. Your greatest breakthrough is right in front of you. Are you going to trust God? Or are you going to lean back to your, your own thinking? Or listen to the voices of the enemy or those that are around you? I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to trust God. How about you? I'm just going to, whatever he says, I'm just going to do. And I'm just going to say, I don't know how you're doing to God, but I'm a, I know you're going to do it. I'm just going to trust in you. And when he does things, church... Doesn't it just blow your mind? Don't you laugh at times? <laughs> there are times where I'm just saying, God, you are too much. But see, you don't get to see, experience those things unless you step out. Back here, sitting down, you're, you're not going to get nothing, church. All you're going to get is just a front, row, a front row seat of seeing others being used by God instead of yourself. It's all great right here at church, but there's, there's, there's nothing here. But when you stand up and you get a better view and then you, stop, you step into it, God wows you. Don't you want to be wowed by God in 22? This is all all in wonder, right? Your lady's going to, this looks going to, it's going to look like it's going to look like thunder. Because that's who God is. He's thunder, he's wind, right? The winds are blowing. Church, we've got to break through some barriers because when the winds come, church, we've got to be ready. But do you know what the wind is? The Holy Spirit. Definition of wind is spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to blow. You remember the day of Pentecost? What happened there? The wind blew, right? A mighty rushing wind blew into that house, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues. 
God is about to pour out his spirit once again. I'm telling you, it's going to come in like a mighty rushing wind that's going to blow into our service. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just, it just, you just feel the wind and everybody just starts speaking in tongues. Wouldn't it be cool to see the fire resting on each other? God can do that. We got to get ready. We got to stop making excuses and break through those struggles in our lives, church. And just step out in boldness. It's like Peter and Silas, man. They were bold. Bold. Come on, I mean, back when this, this fellowship started, back in Maywood, these, these homeboys that were getting saved were bold for Jesus. Uneducated, out there preaching the gospel, God using them. Come on, in third world nations. Come on, that, that's, that's, that's just people that just went out and just believed God. And they stepped out and God did some powerful things and, and we see the impact of it today of churches planted all over the world because we're just crazy enough to believe God. Are you crazy enough to believe God for your situation? Are you crazy enough to believe God that you can break through your barriers? And overcome any struggle in your life, church. Come on. Let's just step out and trust. Amen. What barriers are hindering you from reaching your full potential? From rooting yourself deeper in 22? Are they people? Things in your mind? Demonic Demonic opposition, disabilities, what are they? His grace, church, listen, as I close, his power is all you need to overcome the barriers in your life. Grace and power. He has all the grace, he has all the power.